my god, it is so fucking fantastic to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Just Kickball, Season 2, Volume 4, and we are back to our full strength and capacity as a team. We are here together. I got Beam. Yo. I got the boss. Hi. What up? Hey. I'm not going to do that. Let's have, <laughs> let's have some fun today. See, the boss does that ruin a good thing. No, I know, I know. All, all you had to do was go, <laughs> hey. go. <laughs> We practiced. No, you were better off not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> she just threw up on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, what what do we got going on today, Beam? Oh, man. Okay, well, first of all, it was supposed to be a shitty weekend, and I'm looking outside. It's, it's, it's like, not bad for Oregon. You know, this is, this is a pretty decent Saturday. I think there might be some hoops for me later on this afternoon. Hoops? Yeah, I might be going to play some hoops. <laughs> With Joey? Yeah. He texted me, too. Yeah, yeah. But they're playing at noon, noon at yeah. Alberta. Yeah. So well, this isn't going to matter hey, first for the all, rest of these people. <laughs> kickballers are drunks. Yeah. Let's start. So you know they're going to start late. Could Obviously. be. Could so, be. Could be. We're going to wrap this one up. Maybe go play some hoops. I don't know. We'll find out. Um, weather's great. Uh, I think kickball is, like, on the verge of coming back full strength. Um, I don't know. For me... I feel like my kickball's back at pretty much full strength. How well, about you? I always kick balls. Yes. <laughs> I kick all the balls. I am forever damaged from yeah. the knees down. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go ahead and pay the bills before we get going. So we got Katie's Tasty Treats. Uh, last week, Jesse Wood hooked it up with dose bags of treats. So I need a lot of friends. If you know me, hit me up and you will get many of the treats. No. I also want to say, too, he dropped off a package to me. I don't get as many treats as you, but I still get treats weekly. And he did the most adorable thing, and he wrote on my bag which ones needed to go in the refrigerator <laughs> and which ones do not. And right. I just think that level of, like, attention to detail, you can't find that at a dispensary. No. no. That's super sweet. I um, I, I don't – I had a thought, and then I lost it. Oh, Never mind. <laughs> And, and ho- at home delivery, that's yes. pretty sweet, right? Yeah. Yes. I I wish I I do need to see if I can get him to to um, make a little bit more almond flour goodies for me mm. and you know things that I can consume. I've still uh, I've kind of sat on that chocolate uh, peanut butter cup mm-hmm. that you've you've given me. I yeah. still haven't had it. It's a dark so, chocolate one too. I've got like nine more. Do you? Dude, they're so good. And also, I just want to be clear, Katie is the one that makes all these treats, so make sure you let her know what any of your allergies are, and I'm sure she'll hook you up. Katie is one of my favorite people, and uh, there's absolutely no way I would ever forget that she's the one really running the business. <laughs> Toasting those treats. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. We all know Wood. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he's cute. Mm-hmm. He's the face of the franchise. Hell of a guy. But <laughs> <laughs> shout out to their dog Diggy. Um, Diggy Smalls. Yes, yeah. Diggy Smalls. What else we got going on? Uh, well, obviously Cassandra. Cassandra's uh, dealings with the PDX dwellings. PDX dwellings. Yeah, you know a couple we potentially might port- have a a new buyer coming up. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> she she's going with someone else, but it's fine. Uh, it happens. So it yeah, happens. I might be on the market to buy a condo. We'll see. There I, you I've go. Got this uh, mm-hmm. thought process coming in. So. Who are you um, going to call? No, Ghostbusters. <laughs> Cassandra. No. Uh, yeah, so um, anybody who's out there looking to buy and right now is you, you got to have the right person lined up to do you right, right? Yes, and luckily we have such a wonderful, huge community that 
if you ever need anything, do not hesitate to just shout out to any of the kickball community. Like, they show up for you. It's really so important that you get done right. <laughs> right? Like, it's, I think we all just really need it sometimes. Mm. So that was a pretty early dick joke. God. But. Was it a dick joke or was it like I'm not getting fucked correctly joke? No, 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 that was, listen, I am getting fucked correctly. <laughs> Let me make that clear, and I yeah. Well, no, it's it's really good because you really only have to maybe ask three people mm-hmm. if you ever need something really. Can I say this? Uh, the last few times anything happened to my car, I did a shout out and Justin Nichols. I don't know if you know him, but know he Justin. really fast fucking dude. <laughs> hate to play he's, with him, hate to play against him because he's so low to the ground. I swear he's like there is he is like Zach Frey fast, like super duper fast. But he always helps me out with my car, and he's really great. And I just love this whole entire community. Like everybody just really helps each other out. Right. Yeah. I mean anything, anything really. Buying a house, refunding, looks like we're automotive. People need a rim job. Whatever, whatever it is, wow. someone in the Moving kickball on. community <laughs> is willing to step up <laughs> and is that take why care of peanut butter down. down here. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, let's move on. Okay, last one. Kevin Potter and his uh, lighting business. He's got a Christmas lighting, festoon lighting. Uh, make sure we get a throw out for that one. Um, I think all the bills have been paid. Sure. Anything else saw it. Okay. Um, Want to get into kickball stuff? Let's talk some kickball. I'm okay. not familiar with the sport. <laughs> the kick it, the ball is. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, the big one out there is we got to wrap up how the underdog tournament, right? It ended two weekends ago now. Yeah. Um, there was the first tournament for or first season of kickball on 2021, first and only season that was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big turn, big big good size turnout, right? For this pandemic issue, 11 teams, um, and now and then we had the two, the tournament. They did it a little differently. They went five. Was it? It was five, right? It went five on top and five on bottom. Five uh, teams. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, yeah. <laughs> deadhead. Deadhead. Last one. Damn it, they're cutting me off. <laughs> Jesus. This is ridiculous. So no, they went to five teams. Uh, uh, 21 outs played Guar. I thought there were 11 teams. Did they cut one of the teams? One team one didn't, did not? didn't play. It was mm-hmm. one of the independent teams didn't play. In the Got playoffs. it. That's why I was thrown off. I was yeah. like, wait, five and five. Yeah, it was five and five. Um, so Guar plays 21 outs early in the tournament. And, you know, the darling of that of that upper bracket was 21 outs and played their fucking asses off to get up into the into the tops. And loses, yeah, loses Guar to Guar. Guar mm-hmm. pulls it off. Guar proves <clears throat> why they were so hard to keep out of the top four. Why they Guar there? <laughs> Guar. <laughs> oh, that was my last one. <laughs> Guar, are you there? Um, uh, that was seven eight, I think, and it went extra. I think they went seven eight. I or... think they went nine innings. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, nine I think innings. they went nine innings because we went. We showed up, and it was the the bottom. Uh, no, I think it was the top of the eighth mm-hmm. when I got there, um, and then. They kept on playing a couple of extra innings. Guar found a way to, you know, lose at the end. A um, win. No, Guar lost to Big City. But they beat 21 outs. But they beat, yeah. Yeah, so Guar went to extra innings in both games? Did they? No, I, th- I, 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 I walked in on that Big because I had to drop off the right, boys. Right. So I, I left and came back, and Guar and Big City Slams was, was drop, were playing in the eighth inning, I believe. 
Extra innings. Extra innings. It was really an intense game. No. Quick question. No, they did not go extra against against one else. 11-3. Oh, 11-3. So what? Uh, I know this is kind of to- off topic a little bit, but what are the um, the rules in underdog uh, as well as it goes to extra innings? They start with the runner on second base. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's I believe after the seventh. Yeah, after the seventh, uh, they start with the runner on second base with no outs. No outs. Interesting. Um, so it was last runner up. Yes. Last batter up. Excuse me. So and it's not first score; it's yeah. ending on the ending on the inning. Okay. Yeah. So um, wow. Okay. Fun. So Guar beats twenty-one outs, eleven-three, and I was expecting twenty-one outs to really, really be impressed, impressive that tournament. And it's another tough loss for Chris Percy, and the guy's such a fucking hard worker. Um, really expect a lot of things at twenty-one outs. That was a tough way to go. But then Guar shows why Guar's there, mm-hmm. and Guar's one what air was it an air or was it a solid base hit what how'd they win that game against big city uh you know it's it's been many moons mm-hmm. since uh, the game i don't remember at this point if i'm right. being honest but guar did show why guar belongs you know um ninth inning lost to big city and then obviously the big city lost to tie fighters with uh, with us winning the tournament yeah well let's talk about the other side of the bracket right so uh you know gas grass and ass uh, played a fantastic game against mm-hmm. tie fighters um you know obviously you know it was closer than a lot of people expected um but crazy close game crazy close game uh as a matter of fact we won in the bottom of the seventh inning yeah we walked it off Ooh. so um yeah, definitely a, a, a very close uh, pressure uh, pressure game. I think that prepared us well for going into mm-hmm. a game against uh, Big City Slams, and uh, Big City Slams unfortunately had an injury to yeah. one of you know their best players, uh, Jamal. Um, and yeah, I love him so much. He's such a sweetheart. God. And also, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this it's before. He's a great kisser, too. But, yes, besides that. <laughs> it looks like he gives great hugs. Got, <laughs> he does. He has the dopest cleats. He's got the dopest cleats. He's got, I think, the Jordan. Oh, I'm going to get murdered for this. They're either 9 or 11s. Um, <clears throat> but he's got. What is it? Nine? It's the ones with the patent leather around the. Mm. I think they're elevens. I think <laughs> no, they're nines. I don't know. Either way, I like have always noticed that he has the dopest cleats on the field. And he's the sweetest guy on earth he and is. super duper nice. So he got injured? Tell me more. He got injured, but I, I reached out to him. He seems to be doing well. Okay. Um so back issues? I know. I, I think it was. I don't. I don't even remember. I want to say it was. Did a somebody scuff his shoes? Yeah, it was probably. <laughs> I think he was reaching for a ball at first place, and and he kind of he kind of fell awkwardly, and it looked like he twisted pretty good. Um, definitely changed the dynamics of the championship game quite a bit with yeah. pulling him off the field. Um, he was out after know, that. Yeah, it was, it was really he, early. He, well, he tried to give it a go. Yeah. He tried to give it a go. He's their like one of their bigger kickers. So bigger yeah. kicker, that's be a big first difference. base. Um, solid, solid player on the field both sides of the ball um before we, you know keep going on this on this game we got to give kudos to gas grass and ass oh absolutely Always. um they no no they really played their their asses off um six to seven their gas grass and asses I off it. <laughs> no, it's too obvious <laughs> their grass is off uh yeah it, um for a stellar 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 performance um mm-hmm. in that first game way different than the way that the game went a month and a half ago mm-hmm. um well, I don't want to say this, too, about that team. They're much like – I know you and I, Laser Beam, we now play on Virgins. Um, and I, I play on Virgins now, too. Do you? Yeah. Ugh, I'm, I'm starting off. here. I'm off the team. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no. It's so, on Wednesdays. But 
Westmoreland. You know, it's it's one of those teams that like the most important thing is having fun, and I think uh, Gas Grass and Ass is the same way. And when they show up and do well at a tournament, it's just kind of like a cherry on top of the Sunday, where it's like, okay, well, your number one priority is awesome. I bet as far as you got along in this tournament, you're really fucking proud of yourself and happy, and you showed up and did a good job, and you're, you just had a good time too. I well, think. and here's what I love about playing against teams like Gas, Grass, and Ass is that they're, they love playing against teams that love playing kickball and mm-hmm. still want to have fun, mm-hmm. and. Gas, Grass, and Ass, for the most part, came and watched the, the, the game mm-hmm. between TIE Fighters and Big City Slams, and they rooted on our sideline, you know, for mm-hmm. the TIE Fighters to, 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 to prevail. And that, you know, obviously means a lot. You know, they, they, they cared enough about the type of kickball that we play to come yeah. out and see us. Yeah. They're, they're community-based. Absolutely. Right. It wasn't just that... You know, the, we're the team that beat them. No, they were they were rooting for good kickball. Yeah, like, and that's the best part about the community is is we really, you know, some teams don't like each other, some teams like each other more, but for the most part, everybody out there is rooting for good kickball. Well, I love and, everybody. Well, I was gonna say even the teams that I'm using air quotes don't like each other like each other because mm-hmm. they like to go head oh, to they head. Will. They love the competition. Right. So, um, I like to see that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, I like to see those kinds of teams really so show. Tie up. fighters winning the, winning the upper division against Boone. Um, Big City Slams. He confuses the bees. The bees. The dyslexia comes yep. and haunts Sometimes me. he grabs the left bee. Sometimes he grabs the right. Bing, boom, boss. Bing, boom, boss. And then in the second championship, the Division Two, uh, you have a boot and rally prevails. The other bee. The other bee. The other bee. I, I, so many bees up in this bee. Lots of bees. Um, boot and rally wins the Division Two championship against a, a real game pitch slap. Yeah. Uh, that that game, I, I talked to Dustin Looney after after that game. We chatted on on a messenger, and it was a lights out defensive performance. It was a zero two game. That's both teams are playing incredible. Yeah, Ooh, incredibly good. Sk- yeah, zero two. Oh! oh, so was it messenger or grinder, bro? <laughs> It was messenger on messenger on grinder. Okay? I'm gonna grind you, but, uh, not in a good way. But uh, you know, you might want to apologize to Dustin because you don't know that he even uses grinders. Oh, so. he's being no, no, no. I'm done. So listen, listen, listen. I, I'm. That was merely a joke, and uh, I'm sure Dustin has a sense of humor. Okay. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Boot and Rally wins there. Uh, Boot and Rally going one and five, right? And we, I, I don't think I talked down about anybody, but came out on the last podcast saying saying that that they yeah surprising boot and rally going one in five blows everybody's fucking mind not just mine Mm -hmm. you know not a one in five team no and And didn't they win their last game of the season they they may have beaten virgins and it was a tough loss for virgins 10 nothing they started to show up two weeks before that tournament yeah i'm wondering whether or not they had a, a ton of people just no show to some of the games or yeah you know talking to some of the players on the team that was a consistent story that they had some no shows and whatnot. i just i swear i just don't like that it's hard to bracket and get a like a real gauge of like what kind of teams are going to show up um if it's not consistent throughout the season i understand it we're all adults but, but i mean we not- obviously love kickball but a so. two nothing in the finals means that that Ooh. bracket was was perfectly rounded Hell out. Hell yes. Yeah, yeah. That, those, yeah. Those, yeah. 
two nothing finals games, that's a perfect bracket. Either way, you have either a team, two teams that are really, really, really good at defense, or both teams are kicking like shit, or they're both terrible. Or, yeah. But I or mean, they were I would say, really miserable and wanted to go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cold outside. I can feel my thingies. Um, yeah. Okay, and the one thing I want to talk about that nobody's talked about, nobody's even brought this subject to me. It's been two weeks since the tournament, and I've given everybody the opportunity to bring this up to me. If you were to look at the bracket and look at all the scores of the tournament, every game, every game that played on that day got more competitive on the score except for one. Every game. So if the first round would have been like, 15 to 10 or, or 15 to 5, right? kind of like a blowout win, mm-hmm. right? And the next game would be tighter, right? 10 to 5. And the next game was 0 to 2 in this case, right? Every game, except for one game in the tournament. Our game. Our game. Yep. Every game, the and scores got tied. What's the, the, team? the TIE Fighters. The TIE Fighters versus Big City Slams. Every game, except for the Big City Slam game, that was 14 to 12. Every other game was getting tighter. The defenses were getting better. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, except for our game, defense is getting shit. Except for me, I was the MVP out there. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm all into things getting tighter. Ooh. <laughs> Hi-oh, now she's cut off. No, that's, that's, I a, have, that's, yeah, that's there's no that's her first... there. <laughs> I, I have said, I've yet to say one. I'm going to save mine. <laughs> okay, moving are on. It, are you going to say it now? <laughs> no, I'm saving okay, it. You're saving it. Okay. Mm, so, yeah, that was, a, that, was a big, that was a big thing, is if you looked at the tournament. Every... Ladies, uh, yet to come, laser beam. <laughs> Jesus. Um, if you look at the tournament, every game got more competitive except for the championship on Division Eight, Division One side. Why do you think that is? Oh man, I don't know. I was gonna ask Ricky what he thought about that. I, I just think the the ball got really wet and more errors being made. Turn into an <sighs> offensive game instead of a defensive game. No, I I just think that the the two teams were better suited to score runs. I mean, I want to say I feel like. The ball being wet has a huge difference in the type of game you're going to play. It does. And I love, I mean, I love that about kickball. It changes the game and you have to adapt. And, you know, it's not like we're bringing out, like, people to cover the fields until it gets, you know, fine. Yeah. But, Did- but Diddy really loves wet balls. Oh, <laughs> was, that damn the, it. was that his one? You know, I'm going to do the rest of this by myself, everybody. Um, <laughs> so, no, no. All right. So there's something to be said for the fact that the best teams don't necessarily always win in wet conditions. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Um, it's it, sometimes it's you know who has the the bigger third baseman or the bigger first mm-hmm. baseman because honestly that makes a huge difference mm-hmm. the size of your hands catching the ball the wingspan size, wingspan. <laughs> not only that you can have like one inning where the rain is just pouring down and then disappears. It's really fun about our area. That did happen. And yeah, just offensively yeah. you can if if the wind's blowing out mm-hmm. and it's windy. Um, you know, heaven forbid you get a hold of a kickball and then have to make the outfield right. you know, play it and there's runners on base. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you, all of a sudden you have a big inning where every other inning has been, you know, really kind of tight knit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, weather can play a huge factor. Huge. Yep. So there you go. That's our uh, underdog recap. We got uh, TIE Fighters winning Division One, Boot and Rally winning Division Two. Congratulations, everybody. Absolutely. It was a great season. Good season. Um, what else we got? Well, we got the return of underdog kickball. Correct. April 11th. Is that, I thought it was a little sooner. Is it April no, 11th? April 11th. Is that the Wednesday? Wednesday. So Wednesday and then, and then the that Sunday, Sunday also. Right. April. And you and I are playing in both. Both teams. Both teams. We're playing uh, on Virgins. On Wednesdays. On Wednesdays at Westmoreland. Yep. And then we're also going to play on The Departed. Absolutely. Uh, and that'll be on Sundays. Yeah. 
Departed is getting new jerseys. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> Honestly, guys, I've been just dying for a jersey. It's so embarrassing walking out there and having half the team. I don't wear a shirt for the most part real. anyway. <laughs> like, that's like, but I don't know if it's just me, but I could care less about their jerseys. Moving on. <laughs> okay, so did does want to hear about the jerseys. Uh, we got the start of EGL coming up on Saturday, which Ooh. is one week from now. <clears throat> so I do want to say this. I know um, they have a new kickball manager. I want to hope I'm saying this right. I want to look it up, but um, <clears throat> our good friend. <clears throat> Rocky Balboa. Okay, no. Nick. <laughs> But they do have, like, a brand-new captain this season. I know it used to be Moses all the time, Mm -hmm. um, but it seems like recently um, they they have – his name's Nick Altishan. He's a friend of mine, and I feel like an asshole for not saying it right. Um, But he's going to be the new manager for the Portland chapter. He is wonderful and super-duper fun. Hella crop tops, as he should wear with that stomach. Um, but I'm really, really excited to get back to VGL play, and uh, I think we're having a great time. I'm really excited for it, and congratulations, Nick. I'm just now understanding that it's not pronounced Viggle. <laughs> <laughs> Can we turn his mic off? <laughs> All right, news on the VGL side is I'm going to register as a free agent, Yay. so um, I'm really looking forward to playing with uh, a whole group of people that I don't know. Um, and, I, and I've said this multiple times on here. I don't always make the best friends, and I think I'm gonna. I have to like kind of force myself. I'm sorry. What did he I just make, say? Excuse me. I make the best <laughs> friends. I don't always make friends. friends. Yeah. I mean, I hardly like him, but. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna register as a free agent so I can get out there and and you know maybe I don't know maybe meet some new people. Honestly, one of the best kickball communities I've ever been in. It's super duper fun. Everybody's just out there to have a good time. Number one. Um, if you're going out there to try to destroy and kickball, you're going to be hated probably, but you'll have a great time. It's super duper fun. I'll be back out there. I hope a bunch of you guys will be out there too. And we'll have a blast. That starts, uh, Saturday the 27th. That's exciting. I'd, I'd, I'd love to at some point get out, uh, on the kickball field for VGL. That'd be fantastic. I have had just too much time pass between me playing softball Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm going to see what I can do about playing some softball this uh, these Saturdays coming up. It'll be fun. Yeah, we got a kick easy check in. Uh, I believe they're playing Sundays uh, between eleven and one. I believe there's six teams, um, but I don't I don't really have any more information than that. And anybody else playing in the league? I mean, kind of tell us what it's like. You know, give us your scoop. You know, I kind of how's want- it going. I hear about it. Yeah, listen, this is us opening the floor. If anyone would like to dance with us and and talk about uh, the Kick Easy League, please feel free to come uh, do so. Um, And now we're going to move on to the big one, Anna Shaw. Anna Shaw. Our baby. (laughs) The future star of the Oregon Ravens. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm so excited and happy for her. I don't know if you guys uh, know, but she was running uh, the, the Oregon Ravens were doing a fundraiser to um, you know to generate some funds for their travel you know tournaments and travel play. Um, and Anna, as of Wednesday this week, was the top earner in those donations. Um, so. You know, I I wanna I wanna be really clear uh, how proud I am of the kickball community uh, for coming out and supporting one of their own. 
Um, it's going to be super exciting to see Anna take the field, and I can't wait. I cannot wait to see Oregon Ravens football. Oh. Yeah. What do you guys think? Well, <clears throat> it was always my dream to play football as a young girl. <laughs> as a young lad? Unfortunately, uh, I have brittle bones, and I weighed about 95 pounds, but... <laughs> But I would say, like, as soon as I knew that there was a women's football league, I immediately was like, Anna Shaw. Like, Anna Shaw should definitely be playing football. Um, I feel like she's just a really, number one, awesome person. I love her so much. Um, I'm going to tell you this fun little slight story. She was on one of my kickball teams when she first came into recess time. And we got really excited to see each other. And this was at a Bloomington on a tournament. And we ran up, and she was, like, going to pick me up into the sky. And she had cleats on. Like dirty dancing style? Yes. Ooh. She had cleats on. And as soon as she squatted down, she shot underneath me like I was a car. And she was going to change my oil. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, but I think the world wants to know, did she? <laughs> Got my dipstick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say something was changed that day. Okay. <laughs> Mics are off. So, so, so proud of her. Um, and I'm glad to see that, like, the community came out to support her as well. She, I mean, as she's an should. incredible athlete. I, I don't know Anna as well oh, as, as I'm supposed to. Um, but watching her on the field, she is an incredible Beast. athlete. Beast. Incredible. I mean, um, the, the, the physical attributes that she possesses is very special. Yeah. No, I, I like I said, I, I can't wait to see uh, Anna, you know, take the field for the Oregon Ravens, and I can't wait to see Oregon Ravens football. I'm sure uh, you'll see a ton of the kickball community on your sidelines. Um, let's let's look forward to it. Before we're moving on, um, last day to donate? Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday's the last day to donate. Um, you need to... Uh, text an all caps donation to four four nine four. Make nine sure four four. So four four nine four four. Damn it. Sorry, I just want to make sure we we're get it right. Cut, we're gonna cut that. Um, <laughs> let's try it again. Um, support your favorite Raven today. The lines remain open through Tuesday. Uh, donation, just text donation to four four nine four four. Um, and we are going to help these ladies go fucking kick ass in some football. And also, we're looking at you, kickball community, because we want to make sure Anna Shaw is the number one fundraiser leader. Let's show them what we got, okay? Is that a good one? We done with that one? I think so for now, yeah. Go okay. get it, girl. We're proud of you, Anna. <laughs> All right, and that brings us to this next segment, which is a brand new segment of the show. Um, and I was very excited. I've been thinking about this for a few days, and I didn't know what I was thinking about. I didn't know. I, I knew I had this idea, but I didn't know what it was. Um, uh, my a friend of mine, and I, I'm really happy to call him a friend now. Uh, just just recently had beers with him last night for the first time. Isaac, I, I'm oh. Becky's husband. We we're all having beers, right? Zill. Becky Zill, Isaac, I'm. Oh damn. I'm. I'm. Yes, because he he says. No, you're not. You're not Isaac. <laughs> I know. He goes. Yeah. His email is I'm I Isaac. It. I get yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I've been having this idea, I've been having this idea about a segment for the podcast, and then Isaac talks to me, and we're all talking. He goes, "That is literally what you guys have to do. You guys do too much fluff." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No, what you want to do is the segment called the game within the game. Talk about that. 
People actually care about that. You know what I just heard? What's that? Isaac listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like it. I I agree, and, yeah. and then, honestly, I was actually just talking to Danica about this the other day. That like I personally feel like some of our best shows were when we didn't have kickball going on because mm-hmm. we started talking about some of those. Uh, larger aspects within the game, right? The, the the game within the game. We had, uh, we talked about you know, you know, different r- roster construction mm-hmm. types and mm-hmm. all sorts of fun conversation. And this well, is. Well, I was gonna say the thing that's really fun about that is we. I think we all have different ideas of what we would do with our rosters, mm-hmm. and for different reasons. And I think that we all feel like we're decent captains. Nobody laugh at me. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I can pull together decent teams, and I feel like we all like can see like what's what each player's mm-hmm. really good at it, which is so much fun. All right, to so coordinate that. so this is our new segment, a new game, segment, game within the game, and um, I think that I'm going to stick with something that we kind of played around with at the, the at the beginning of the day today when we were kind of preparing, you know, what we wanted to talk about. Um, let's talk about a situational moment in kickball that we all get to see from time to time where your team is down by one in the later innings of the game so let's talk sixth inning beyond and your team is down by one how do you approach that offensive inning once you get your speedy player on base okay so picture as it is you're saying you're down by one sixth inning down by one what down by seven. one, six inning. Six inning, six, six or seventh. Six Let's, or seven. let, and we can do, we can talk about both right. scenarios, right. right? So six inning, I'm not ready to panic, um, and and panic is the, probably the not the way I should um, uh, phrase that. Sure, but, but some people do. Some, but but that's but that is the part. That's the game, right? Is some people do. Some people, um, and the score the score matters too. Uh, eight nine game, I know I'm scoring runs. Yeah. Two three game. I gotta fight for some runs. I gotta yeah. get creative. Yeah. Um, so six inning, um, let's just say conventional six five game. Okay, mm-hmm. right. That's that's a pretty fair in between. Game. In, in between. between. In between. All right. Six five game, um, six inning down by one. Oh boy, um, I'm I'm trying. I I have to now start to at least tie this game. I have to at least tie this game. So my whole mindset on approaching this inning is I gotta get I gotta get a base hit. I don't know what it's going to do, but I have to get a base hit. Um, because it's good. this goes one of two ways. Either I'm going to tie this game or I'm going to put them on edge. Because I'm going to I'm going to go into that inning trying to force the other team to make an error. Yeah. That 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 is my entire goal right now. I I need them to make an error. If they make an error, I'm blowing them up. Yeah. I'm blowing them up. Exploit that error. Yep. Doesn't matter what what matter what it looks like. An overthrow at one, well, a drop ball in the outfield. I'm sending runners. Well, and most, mo- more often than not, in those scenarios in the late innings, you're going to get those blow-up innings where someone loses their cool and, and tries to do too much, and you know you, you end up you know, putting a four or five spot on them mm-hmm. in those Yeah, those six innings, you give up four runs, bad time mm. to give up, give up four runs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is your tactic? I'll, I'll give you my first tactic. Okay, my first tactic, okay, is if I hear, if I hear you chirping, oh I'm gonna talk at you. Mm. That's that's my first tactic. If I'm down by one, six inning, if I hear that defense chirping, oh I'm gonna talk some okay, shit. Explain yeah, what chirping. Uh, thank you. That was, explain that was what chirping. Chirping, yes. chirping, like uh, all right, all right, easy out, easy out. You know, 
Hey, Barbara, hey, Barbara, hey, Barbara, hey, Like, like, like kind of soft talking shit, mm-hmm. right? Little, yeah, hey, they got a, they got a slow runner, you know. Hey, forces that too. They ain't gonna get there. That's kind of the trip, right? You you talk you kind of talking okay, shit a little but bit. I, okay, I I so hear you. But if if I hear just a little bit of chirp. That's oh, where you kick. No, 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 he's, no, he's, no. He's I'm gonna start. start back I'm gonna him. start poking. Oh. Okay. I'm gonna start poking because I want the defense to focus on me, and not the game. And you are the worst one on the field, so go ahead. Right. <laughs> absolutely, I bet. Uh, absolutely. No. So, so that is my tactic. I mean, that is was among other things. But if I'm down by six and I hear a little chirp, down by six. I mean, down in by the sixth inning, down the by six. one. Uh, just want to make sure. Sorry. Well, I just want to say that's that's all mind game bullshit. Sure, but that's the game within the game, which is what he's what, what is we're, what we're talking, talking about. about right? That's that's the game within the game. Is if I hear just the slightest chirp, I'm gonna escalate it. I'm gonna escalate it not once. I'm gonna escalate it twice. Yeah, you know what? You suck anyways. Yeah. Not not the worst thing to say to somebody, but enough to kind of get them off the inning well and, and what's what's interesting and, and fantastic to me is the fact that you and i very completely on this subject mm-hmm. we're two completely different styles of captain um where like i i choose to kind of stay out of those types of engagements and just focus on our execution mm. But at the same time, I understand and see the value in your level of engagement in those scenarios because I know that there are teams that are impacted greatly by those types of interactions. Well, I sometimes see those kinds of things on the field, and I think good cop, bad cop. Yeah. You know, like like he's the the inter- like he's the one that's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Instigator. Instigating. Yeah, he's instigating, yeah. and then the co-captain's like, I'm so sorry, but <laughs> but honestly, you had a point. So, <laughs> which I think is always good on the field. Right. But I, and I honestly, that's probably why we work well together. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> for the most part, for the well, most we got a part, podcast. Yeah, no, podcast. So, yeah, so that, that's my first tactic. Yeah, just, just, just to get my my opposing team a look little bit. Yeah, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Focus on me, because if you focus on me, you ain't focused on the game. Look, I'm a, I'm a professor of don't talk about it, be about it. <laughs> it's fine. Everything works. And I have so many trophies behind me, not one in kickball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ricky, what's your tactic? All right, no, let's let's talk. Let's delve in uh-huh. a little bit more in depth to about the chirp. The no, not the chirp. About the actual chirp. the actual play, right? So, let's say you've got your fastest player. Let's say it's a Zach Frey or a uh, Eric Gosh or okay. you know. So you got a speedy on one. And, and you got a speedy. Your speediest on one. And you've got, uh, a, let's say, a, a lady bunting, mm-hmm. um, you know, up to, to, to kick right now. Uh, what are your strategies on what you'd like your lady to do with that bunt? So, okay, I know, but I have a very specific idea on this. If I have a Zach Frey or a Justin Nichols or somebody who's really fucking fast, and we already have anybody on one, I'm going to make that runner bunt down one because i'm going to almost i know it sounds crazy but i would almost guarantee that either one of those players would still make it on first even though they were bunting down one and it gives an opportunity for the female runner or whatever whoever's on first they're not going to pay any attention to that runner they're not paying any attention they feel like whether zach or whoever justin nichols this fast runner they're going to have to try to control the runner. So they're not paying attention to the other player. So, in my opinion, I would have them slow bunt down one, knowing they're really, really fast, and to move their asses, 
And when that throw to one happens, there's like a 50-50 chance that that throw's not even going to be made. So if they miss the throw, trying to track down that fast runner, it might get Justin or Zach all the way to second or third. So that's, in my head, that's probably what I would do. If they do manage to get them out at one, which would be a miracle, I'm still getting that runner on to three because they're not paying any attention. Yeah, I think they are. I think that play, the one to three play, is pretty common play. And, and, and everybody's sitting on it, especially on those tight games. Like you're, you're, you, should, you should be having your third baseman talking to your first baseman or whoever the captain is. Hey, you got one three here. You know, you know what they're doing. So they're already, they should be announcing it. Well, I, I, no, you're totally right. But my point is I'm looking at specific players, not situations. So, like, if I have those two really speedy people, I'm going to try to squeeze some shit in and do something weird. If we're just talking about, like, normal players that are just not normal, but, like, you know, the average runner. I'm going to do something different because you know who knows strategy and who doesn't. So You know, what, you know what's interesting, though? is that I am less inclined to try to make sure that that bunts down one in a situation where I've got my fastest person on first than I would be if I've got a fast person on first. Gotcha. And here's the reason. Zach's going to make one to three regardless. Mm -hmm. So why would I sacrifice an out? What I would do is I would make sure that that bunt is on third, but far enough in between the pitcher and the third baseman mm -hmm. where they're going to have to make that throw. They have to. Like, they have th th because they know that the, the out is a potential. You're betting on their ego. You absolutely are, because like that. at that point you're making the decision. You're making them make the decision and making them make the throw. And if they don't throw, then fine you've got a runner on first and second no big deal i'm still betting on zach's ability yeah. or, or that fast runner's ability to take third at that point regardless i still want my beginning hmm. why am i giving up those outs especially when my next batter if they're a girl or a guy can still kick to right and advance both runners mm -hmm. bunt to right and advance both both runners so to me that bunt down one with that runner on first with no outs is just too risky because oh. you're giving away that out. I just I love a good bunt down one because nobody oh, it's really fantastic. expects it. No, Especially I know. And if you honestly, have a fast runner. If you, it, there are teams that do it exceedingly well. Keep it tight, blunts and tacos. That 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 green team, fantastic at that bunt down one. What were you saying though? Sorry, laser. Well, what were you saying? so. You know, do I want the beginning? Of course I want the beginning. But at the sixth inning, I'm no longer playing for a beginning. I'm playing to win the game. Yeah. I, I approach most games with uh, – this is going to sound pretty terrible, but it's okay. I approach almost every game believing that my defense is better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost almost always. I, I don't – That's how you win championships. That is, that's, you know, so I have always approached every game that i got a better defense, mm -hmm. period. I don't, I, I don't see it any other way. Do you actually – sorry, not to – but do you actually really give a shit whether you have a good offense or not, or do you mainly focus on your well, defensive? Well, I, I mean, the, 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 you, the belief in the offense occurs when I'm making the lineup, right? I'm trying to get the most out of the, li most out of the lineup before the game starts. Okay, so... Uh, so before the game starts, my, my offensive strategy is in well, the lineup. Let me ask you this. Is it more important that your team is defensively better than the other team or offensively better? Defensively better than the other team. I think and defense, then you can work with the offense after no, that? I can, I can strategize runs. 
You yeah you you can man, figure yep. it out exactly you can it. manufacture runs I can manufacture runs so in the sixth more. inning down by one um I I'm not looking for I mean well I take a big inning of course I'll take a big inning but my my preferred method is to um put the uh, put the defense on on tilt like make them make the throw if you throw the ball and guess and you overthrow and now I've got runners on second and third. I'm getting a big inning out of this, and and you know I'm getting a big inning of this out of this because now it's six inning. You are up by one. I'm gonna tie the game. I've already got, and now I'm hearing you chirp. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in your ear. You know I'm coaching third base, so hey, bro, that was a great throw, right? Psych, you just overthrew well, the ball. Um, well, that's kind of like um, you want teams to make plays. Like I you want have to, you to you melt to, down. You have to push them mm -hmm. to their absolute limit. Right. So so I I believe that play the bunt down one. It's not so much a bunt down one. It's who has the ball. I, that that is my that's my whole perspective. Is who has the ball. That's a fantastic point. In in that play, if it goes to one or if it goes on the three side, I want the catcher to have the ball because the only only thing the catcher can do is make the out at one. The catcher is going to really struggle to make that out at two. If, you know. And if they can't decide, you have a player decide, on one and three. Right, one and three. The, the the person I don't want the ball is the pitcher. No. Um, I don't want the pitcher to turn around and throw it to two, um, depending on who the pitcher is. Um, and then the second one is I don't want the ball. I don't want the ball in one's hand. Like you bunt it all the way down to one. Don't want that. Um, Sorry, thinking about all this gives me like a lady boner. It's, like, it's just like I'm like picturing in my head I think where it's all like three a, of us have boners. Yeah, right now. I mean it's like okay, we just have to fucking win the game, and it's doable. See, and, and that's my perspective. Is I right now I only care about winning the game. Yeah. Sure, but that's what it, you're supposed to do. Again, I totally get that. At the same time, outs you've got six outs left. If if you're in the sixth inning, you've got six out, outs left in the game. At some point, outs become extremely valuable. So why would you in a situation where you've got a runner on first give up an out because i got a better defense but again always sure i trust my defense too so i don't so i don't care i don't care so my, my belief is i'm going to send the defense out there and get the outs i think you hit on a point that was stellar um it, you have to see what that defense how that defense on the other side is constructed Who's that catcher? Who's that pitcher? Who's at first base? Who's at third base? Who do you he not who's want? <laughs> who's that? Yeah, who's at first? Um, I don't know. Second. What's on second? Yeah. <laughs> third base. Um, anyway, the, the point is, is that you have to know the other team and how it's constructed. Who do you know is going to make the right choice, and who do you know is able or more inclined to make a mistake? Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, in those scenarios, you want to make sure that ball's in the hands of the person that is more apt or more prone to make a mistake. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, in the, in the opportunity to make the mistake, I believe it's the catcher that's going to make the mistake. The third baseman, because they're looking at the entire play, oftentimes, they're more. I don't believe the third baseman's inclined to make the throw. The, if you put the ball in the third baseman, they will hold the ball. Because they're, they, they're looking at the two outs in front of them. A smart, a smart catcher in a situation where there's a bunt down one and it's slow enough. Is, is going to try to is going, No. Is going to peg the, the runner and pick up the ball straight directly off the butt yeah. and hold the runner at right. second. So there's no, to me, the short bunt to the catcher, if it's a good catcher, is a waste. If, if I'm the catcher in that situation, you're not advancing the runner to third. 
the best place to bond is when two people have to figure out if it's Correct, them. Right. You have to you have to make people decide. It's you an need in-between. that millisecond or that second of second guessing. I need to make people say who's better than me. Yeah. And the reason why the bunt down one it works is because the catcher has to defend two plays. Yep. The, the catcher has to defend both left and right. The third baseman's only going going forward, right? And if the catcher goes left to the third baseman side, he's got to talk to the third baseman on who's picking up the ball. They go short. But so he's he's prepared to do. He has to do two things. The catcher has to play mm-hmm. two two possibilities <clears throat> here. Uh, the middle is almost a given, right? Which should call on the pitcher, but sometimes they just stand there with their dick in their hands. But yeah, right. Well, and that's that's that's, that's the hard part mm-hmm. is that as a catcher, you've got to be smart enough to tell the the, the pitcher, come home, mm-hmm. cover that fucking base, because I, as the catcher, need to be aggressive regardless of where mm-hmm. it's bunted. And that's where I see a lot of mistakes being made when positioning players on the field, because sometimes they put their weakest player at pitcher. pitcher. And that is a really important position just to cover home if it's a tight game. Especially in fast pitch, you really need a decent pitcher. So here's the real separation, right? So if you've got a, a pitcher who is willing to cover home hard, then if that kicker bunts down three, they're already cutting off that movement yeah. to third for, yeah. uh, of that bunt. So the pitcher is in position to potentially field that ball. Your catcher can commit to playing one and they can go one way with it. It's a fantastic conversation, honestly. It, 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 I'd love to really delve into these types of subjects with yeah. more. That's, and now, yeah. we, all of those scenarios, the catcher has to think about. Yeah. And that's why I want him to have the ball. Because yeah. well, he, he's, he's hoping he gets the right one. I mean, he's gonna be on autopilot no matter what, but there's always one, I, I, as a catcher myself, I haven't been playing yet recently, I'm always hoping for one thing because I'm guessing on it. I'm hoping so I can take that extra step to my left because I'm guessing the ball is going left. And if you catch me going left when the ball goes right, n- now there's there's my mistake, right? Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I got to struggle to get back to the ball, throw it a little harder. But that's why I that's why I want to play with the people that I know how they play right. because I will I I have um, a connection and a and a sixth sense with pitchers like Corey or you know or Amanda where I could tell her hey come home Mm -hmm. and I know that they're gonna actually do what they say and come home and and I can just play one way so I got a seventh sense when I know a topic's done (laughs) (laughs) well I just was gonna say that like my favorite thing I fell in love with baseball when I was in high school and I was a statistician and you see it's almost like seeing a really well like organized tide where like like if no matter what when the ball is kicked everybody moves everybody moves every single time i like if, as i'm watching the field if nobody moves as the ball is kicked you really kind of probably don't know what you're doing but there is somewhere to be backing up or to be covering and i mean i just love that about the sport that like everybody has something they need to do and to be prepared for and when i see every single person on a field moving after a kick I know that's a good team. Right. I know that's somebody that knows strategy. I know that they know what they're looking for. Somebody that knows their actual position and what they're supposed to be covering. 
it's just it's fun to watch it's like i don't know again like it's like you know when you see birds in the sky and they just know where they're going together even though there's no lines that's what it's like that's that's your lady boner right there my lady boner is that birds in the line mm. um okay well let's put a <laughs> let's put a bow on that topic i think that was a great talk loved it we're gonna bring it back right we're gonna bring it yeah absolutely I, I, I love yeah. this segment i think uh we can we can do so many different scenarios and and really delve deep into kickball well not only that i mean we're talking about different players in different positions and it's kind of fun to like say yes normally this is what you would do but what if you have this kind of player there or what if you have a really fast have to do something else well do you so do you play that differently in the sixth inning as you would in the seventh yes i play everything differently depending on everything i play that inning different in the seventh in the seventh i need the run so now you need need to tie i need at at least i'm looking at the situation i'm looking at my players i'm looking i'm looking at i am too i don't know there's no black or white answer given the circumstance sixth or seventh i don't know if i play it any differently than what i did in the first Uh, sixth, sixth, I'm more loose. Seventh, I'm playing way more conservative. I would almost do it opposite because I would, well, and not because you're wrong and I'm right, but I, I feel like my team team would be tight in the (laughs) sixth. My team would be, my team would be tight in the sixth and by the seventh, then I'm like, look, we have nothing to lose. So just, you know, do what you gotta do. Diddy, you're always tight. Thank you. Okay, that's the end of that one. All Ricky right. has a secret. All right, well, let's talk. Let's talk. I listen. First of all, I just want to know what your availability is next week because I would love to do this again on Wednesday. Oh boy. Um. Yeah, I could do Wednesday. Can you do Wednesday? You can. All right. Well, here's here's the thing, is that if you can find a way to make it happen, I have secured an interview Ooh. with. Leah, the general manager of the Oregon Ravens. Wow. I'm listening. And she is absolutely willing to come on our podcast and talk about the Oregon Ravens preparation for the upcoming season. Yay! Sounds like Diddy's Wednesday just opened up. It opened up wide open. (laughs) I am so thrilled. I think this would be a fantastic way to really support uh, Anna Shaw and the Oregon Ravens. Hell yeah. Um, and, and see what we can do about really figuring out how we can be of, of any service to them. Advocacy. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, on a small note, I really wanted to play for them, like, really badly, but I'm very old and very <laughs> broken. <laughs> you would have been, so do you remember, did you see the little giants? You know, remember, yes! remember the, 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 no, the, the, yeah, little well, yeah. the little kid, the little kid with the <laughs> snot bubble, the snot bubble? Yes. Yeah, that would have been Diddy. That would have been me. I was like, I love you so much for thinking that I could, my body could hold up, but, <laughs> but I'm like a huge, huge supporter. I know several women in that league that are playing. I'm so fucking well, proud. fuck yeah. What time? Leah reached out to me, and we haven't Yay! secured a time, but she's absolutely down to uh, to to be on our show. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's I'm super excited. She reached out to me uh, when I was kind of uh, praising the kickball community on our on our uh, kickball page, uh, yes. and and the donation effort that they that the league put or that the community. kickball community put forward for Anna, and um, I chatted with her this morning, oh. and we secured. And we're at some point we'll go out for drinks. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a good time. I, I think it'll be a great first contact for us and and see what we could do about kind of uh, helping promote Oregon Ra- the Oregon Ravens. Damn, do I love that! I'm totally fucking down. I really would love to be in Oregon. I wanted to play football my whole entire life, 
That's a joke. But <laughs> but I am like so broken in my legs. I mean, I just I'm really excited. I've been thinking about like, you know, reaching out to Anna a bunch and making sure like I'm just oh, this is the best. Ten bucks says I can get a jersey. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll all get jerseys at some point. It's it's just a matter of time. I'm willing to pay you know top dollar for it. Let's do it. Yeah, I just want to see some fucking women playing football. Either way, it's guys, it's freaking the Oregon Ravens. This is one of our own. Like this is gonna be our home football team. Well, and not only that, I just I'm not sure if Taylor plays, but I know she's a kickball chick too. Mm. And so I think there might be multiple like kickballers out on that team. Let's go fucking. There's gonna be them. so many kickball uh, players on the sidelines for the Oregon Hell Ravens. Yeah. I cannot wait for the season to start. So. I'm pumped, dude. Let's I'm pumped. do it. This so you guys are in? Oh, I'm in. I'm You're in. in? I'm in. All right. I'm so, in. so Leah, I'm in. now you know, Leah, you I'm are in. absolutely welcome on our next show. I'm canceling my other plans. We are. <laughs> we are gonna have you on. We'll talk about how you are whipping your ladies into shape so they can destroy the opposition in this upcoming upcoming season so i can't oh, wait so exciting good time so exciting all right i, I think this is a fantastic show guys we're back home <laughs> how, how i do want to give a shout out to my new puppy dog reggie <laughs> i've been gone because i got a dog i was on a puppy moon i'm so sorry but it's uh but we win a full we win a full hour look full at that hour. it's a good hour all right Holy. well let's do this i think it's time to wrap I love you guys. You guys take it easy. Bye, Mom. Bye. You shot it.